Welcome to the Maximize Your Potential podcast, where we demonstrate that you have unlimited potential, and when you maximize it every day, you will lead a life of happiness and fulfillment. Well, uh, welcome. We are here. It is Wednesday, August 10th, and uh, we're excited to have you watching this webinar live with us or the replay at a later date. Al Rattan here, and uh, along with my good friend, Chris Baker. And tonight we're going to be talking about raising it's time to raise your bars. Uh, I know you usually hear the expression raise the bar. Well, we had to make it plural because we wanted to add a few things to this, to this program. So we're going to be talking about behaviors and the action that we take equals results and success. And I can ask a very rhetorical question here tonight, but if you're watching this video or if you're watching this webinar, I would imagine that you're desiring success in your life because if you weren't, you probably wouldn't have registered or hit play. So uh, if you are desiring success in your life, if you have not been achieving the goals that you've been, that you've been setting for yourself or you've gotten stuck, then I'm hoping this evening uh, and our time together gives you some valuable insight into helping you reach those goals, dreams, and desires that you have. And just so you will know, this is part one. This is part one. We want to give more back to you. So this is part one tonight. We're going to spend about 20 minutes uh, teaching a little bit tonight. And then in two weeks, Wednesday, what date was that again, Chris? I forgot. Wednesday, 24. the 24th of August. Yes, we are going to do same time. We are going to do a, a part two of this teaching uh, because we want to add value to you. So Chris, uh, again, thank you for uh, for joining me tonight and helping write this lesson. And uh, Chris is going to teach on behaviors and results, and I'm going to teach on action and success. So if you don't have a piece of paper and a pen handy or a pencil or anything or something to write on, grab something now, take some notes, and uh, and. Let's let's get started. So, Chris, you are up. I'm going to try and flip the slides as we go along here and do do an okay perfect. job on that. All right, <laughs> all right, perfect. Well, good introduction, Al, and uh, hello everybody. And it's great to great to be here. Um, I'll point out as well for for the Americans watching. You can tell Al uh, did the presentation because he's spelling behaviors correctly, not the American way. So that makes me happy. Um, so, <laughs> all right. So that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what, we, what we wanted to to look at folks we, we we're trying to we we want to give back right al and i our, our mission is to help other people to achieve the best they can and that's how how we get our um uh you know gauge our success and we'll come on to that a little bit later but one thing that's that's sure that if you want to get top results you need to understand how you can achieve these results and if you set your goals high as you should but you spend all of your time focusing on how much of a stretch this is, you're probably going to be unlikely to reach them. Mm -hmm. All right. So why is that? Well, because setting a goal is only the first stage, right? The second is identifying what you need to do each and every day in order to get there. All right. This is what I call the behaviors. So what do we mean by behaviors? Well, behavior is how someone acts. 
is what a person does to make something happen, to make something change or to keep things the same. It's your choice, right? Behavior is a response to things that are happening both internally with thoughts and feelings and externally with the environment, including other people that are around you. So in other words, your daily behaviors will dictate the path that your life takes. Good behaviors are a choice and they're a choice that you make intentionally. Bad behaviors come as a result of not choosing your direction. So right? big, that's Chris. a key point. That's so a key big. point. Absolutely. So, what are good behavior examples? And now you spelt that one the American way. Uh, so what are good behavior examples? We're trying to be inclusive of everybody here. So that's good. You know what it probably was? My virtual assistant, she probably copied and pasted it right from the right yeah. from the paper. So maybe that's the way you spelt it or it's spelled corrected. I, Anyways, probably yeah. autocorrected to that. All right. My, my autocorrect is American. <laughs> yeah. So it does. Yeah. It, it frustrates me because I want to spell things the uh, the correct way in it. And it uh, the European way, and it doesn't. Yeah. Anyway, so good behaviors. The first one is to be kind to others. All right. And again, these as, as we go through these, you'll think, wow, these are simple. Yes, they are. Doesn't mean it's easy to do it every single day. Right. The second one is to be polite. The third one is to be a good listener. The fourth is to be respectful. And the fifth is to be conscientious. All right. So when you look at those, Look at your life and, and review your, your day. Do you do that every day? Mm. Right? Are you kind to mm. others? And that includes yourself, if I'm honest about it. Right? Because too many of us say mean things to ourselves that we wouldn't say to other people. We Absolutely. Right? So, uh, Chris, can I just throw something back at you? Like, Go for, for me, it. honestly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you all, folks, what, 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 the, what the most difficult one for me is, and that's being a good listener. Because if, if, if you're honest with yourself, like I've tried to be with me, I'm often formulating my response halfway through the person's, uh, person's sentence, right? And I'm already thinking and ready for them to take a breath so I can jump in. So that's, that's been something I've been working on personally is to become a more effective listener and actually listen <laughs> to the person speaking. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a key point. And I, I use that in teaching examples, um, where, where I say that that you want to listen to understand, not listen to respond. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Right? Listen yes. to understand. Um, and being respectful of other people and being conscientious. Um, in other words, you know, it's a bit like integrity, doing the right thing when no, even when nobody else is looking. Uh, so are you, are you doing that? Their behaviors, uh, good examples uh, of good behaviors. Mm. Now, we can also categorize behavior into four types. There's the optimistic and there's the pessimistic. There's a trusting and there's the envious. All right. And you think about that and, and you know, are, are you uh, are, are you are you optimistic or are you pessimistic? And at times, you know, we, we like to say, well, we're an optimist, but there will still be times where we, we think the worst. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and the, the, you know, we like to think we're trusting, but there's still times that we'll be envious of other people. Right. If somebody does well, we say, oh, they're lucky. Well, they're not lucky. They've, they've worked hard for it. Exactly. So here's a question for you to, to think about. And this is something that you can write down on your, uh, your, your, your pad or your, your tablet, whatever you're taking notes on. When you think about someone that you admire, what behavioral characteristics do they demonstrate? 
right? So, so in other words, what is it about them that, that you that you admire? What do they do that makes you think that they they uh, they are somebody to admire? So again, just just think about that. You don't even have to think of that answer now. Just write the question down, and that's a, a bit of homework for you to do. Then what I want you to do is think about yourself. What characteristics do you demonstrate? This is the, the key thing, and this is the difficult thing now, because you need to be honest with yourself. All right. Sometimes I'm quick to judge. Mm -hmm. Right. I, I I'm not that. agreeing with you. I'm just like, mm hmm. Yeah. yeah. Because I've been there. I've been there. <laughs> yep. I'm not saying, I wasn't going, mm hmm, you are. But it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. But the, the thing is, when you are aware of, of what behaviors you, you know, you should be looking at, and you should be you should be demonstrating when you're aware of it you can catch those things and then you can yep. do something about it and that's what we're looking to do today is help raise your level of awareness so what characteristics do you demonstrate again understand that the question is not designed to make you feel bad quite the contrary you, you know it, it's raising that level of awareness so you can choose to make a difference in your life and by doing so you will automatically make a difference in many more lives without even trying why? Because you are an influencer and people will follow your example. Exactly. Right. And I think that's when they take, uh, and again, as a society, I think we need to learn to take more of the focus off of, off of me and put it on we, right. Uh, yeah. And, and how do we impact our, our, ourselves, our families, our communities, our employees, our employers, uh, if in a more powerful way, and that's taking the focus off of, off of yeah. me. Yeah. What would you say, Al, is, is uh, a behavior that has, has maybe changed in you since you started the personal growth journey? Well, I think that I, I, <laughs> I think I've become less selfish and I'm going to share with you sort of my mission statements, uh, so to speak, later in the lesson. But I think if I look at that, um, my wife would probably still say I have some work to do in that area, but, but overall, overall, I've definitely taken on more of a servant hearted attitude, uh, versus uh, a me attitude. Yeah. It used to be look out for Al and it's right. not that way anymore. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I would say that one of the, the, the things that I've, I've definitely changed in, in the behavior is switching from the golden rule to the platinum rule. All right, but the golden mm -hmm. rule is treating other people as you would want to be treated. The platinum rule is treating other people the way they would want to be treated. Yeah, that's right? good. So very similar to what you're saying, moving away from me and moving to we. All right, so it's about helping other people. Yeah, amazing. So now we've got a better idea of what good behaviors are. It's time to look at the next stage in bars. Um, and this is your section, Al. This is actions actions and i you notice i put attitudes in in brackets and if any of you watched the video for me doing promoting this the other night i don't know if you caught that chris i, did, I didn't geez. catch it until i watched the replay of myself because i always go back and look at what i've done and see you know do a, <laughs> what could i do better and i actually said attitudes and we we wrestled with actions or attitudes because i think they tie they can tie together. So uh, I put attitudes in brackets because I think it's important as well that our attitude is good. So here's a quote for you from Lewis Howes. This is, I have learned that champions aren't just born. Champions can be made when they embrace and commit to a life-changing positive habits. 
life-changing positive habits. So I have a question for you. What are your daily actions? What are your daily actions? Now I want you to write something down on your pad of paper and your pen again, so you can reflect on this later. So make sure you've got your pen and paper handy or put it, take, pull out your cell phone and take a note on the, on the notes there. But if I asked you not to think about your answer to the following question, just go with your initial gut reaction and write down your answer. You ready? Here's the questions. What is one daily action or habit you need to stop doing? And what is one daily action or habit you need to start doing to reach some of your goals, dreams, and desires? I want you to write that down. Don't think about it. Your initial gut answer is the right one. What's one daily action or habit you need to stop doing? What's daily, one daily action or habit that you need to start doing to reach your goals, dreams, and desires? Now, I want you to look at those answers for a moment. And I want you to think about this. Are you willing to take action on those two things? Maybe you've been getting home at the end of the day and you've turned on the TV instead of picking up that personal growth book you've been wanting to read, or you've been ignoring your kids instead of investing quality time with them. Are you ready to change those actions? And maybe you've been thinking about going for a walk every day or getting up early to spend some time reflecting. Are you ready to take those actions? Now, if you aren't getting the results in life that you've been desiring, then you need to change something. And odds are it's something in your daily actions or your attitude that needs a course correction. And those two responses to the questions I just asked you are really a great place to start. So Chris, if I were to throw this back on you for a minute, what, what would you think? What's one daily action that you need to start? And what's one daily action that you need to stop? Can you think of something? What initial gut? Yeah, one thing I need to, to to get back to start doing again is reading. Um, I used to to read um, thirty minutes every day, and mm. uh, and also would listen to audible books in the car as I'm I'm driving to to work, um, and I, I, I'm not doing that. So I need to I need to start doing that again. Oh, um, there you go. One daily action I need to stop doing is going to the cookie jar. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? My gut reaction on the daily action I need to stop is Coca-Cola, man. I love Coke. And that's a daily action I need to stop doing because I'm having a can of Coke every day. And really at the end of the day, I think I said this last week, you know, Coke will gladly accept you as a sponsor for this. But uh, at the end of the day, I need to stop doing a can of Coke a day. Yeah. And something I need to start doing for myself is really, I think I well, I know I need to start getting up a little bit earlier. That example, I put that in there of getting up earlier because I'm speaking to me. Okay. I'm speaking to me as well. So here, here's, here's a, here's a statement. So in the book, think and grow rich, the author Napoleon Hill talks about the need to have a burning desire, which he says is the starting point of all achievement. So I have a question for you. Do you have a burning desire to make the changes you need to make in your life to achieve that, what you want to achieve? I'm going to be a bit bold here for a moment, but hear my heart. And I say this because I sincerely want what's best for you. If your answer was no, I don't have a burning desire for change, then you may as well hit stop or hop off this webinar now and go on with life because odds are you won't make the changes needed to achieve what you want. But, and listen to this, if your answer was yes, Al, yes, Chris, I want to change. I do have a burning desire to succeed in life. Then stick with us. You've made a great first step by being here today. 
So here's one simple thing you could do starting tomorrow. Set your alarm for 30 minutes earlier. Get out of bed when it goes off. Commit to not hitting the snooze button and go somewhere quiet and start writing out how your life and the lives of those around you, because remember, it's not just about me. It's about we, the lives of those around you would be positively impacted if you reached some of your goals in life. And if you absolutely can't get up 30 minutes early, maybe you already have a 4 a.m. morning and 3.30 just isn't possible. If you absolutely can't get up at three uh, up at up 30 minutes earlier, then schedule and commit to, to setting aside 30 minutes tomorrow evening or even right after this webinar and sit down and set aside all the distractions and make your list. So I want to leave you with one more quote before I turn it back over to Chris. And this says, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Watch your habits, they become your character. And watch your character, it becomes your destiny. So good. And here's and one so thing true. I just want to end with this. Take some action. Become the champion that you were created to be. But it's going to require you taking an action. Taking action. Sorry, Chris. Absolutely. No, you, you're 100% right, Alan. I think the, you know, we, we, you touched on that about a burning desire. And I think that leads into results because whilst we, you know, the, the, the work that we're doing here and what, we, what we're saying is that everything starts with behaviors and actions, but actually you've got to, you've got to know what you're aiming for first, right? As we, as right. we said there, if you haven't got that burning desire, um, you, you're going to give in to those bad, bad behaviors and bad actions right? Mm. Like me with a cookie jar. You know, I, I yes. know I need to lose some weight, but does it mean enough to me to want to give up a cookie? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my dog's starting to go crazy here. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we've said there that our behaviors and our actions lead to our right. results, right. right? As we've learned, learned so far. Now, we, we've also shared how these behaviors and actions need to be intentional in order to get the results that we desire. Uh, intentionally is the is the the key word in this guys so how how do we determine what results we're aiming for all right so you know al's got a great program on goal setting and um, we're not going to go into that today but that's one of those things that you can look at and mm. for most of my career i was was focused on delivering results right i was in a sales environment as uh, as, as al is a lot of the time and i was focused on delivering the results and all that does when you when you're actually pushing for for really high results, what it does is it puts that pressure on you. Mm -hmm. All right, it puts that pressure on you. So I've just lost my my notes. So bear with me one well, moment while I find these. So, um, <laughs> so my, my other computer died. So so it, it and and when you when you look at at sales, you know sales is all about results, right? Right. Wrong. <laughs> we think it is, right? We think it's all about it. And most people think that they should focus on, but by doing it, you're creating pressure and very often stress. Right. So Michelangelo had this, this quote. And, I was just and testing I you when I said, yes, Chris, just I testing know. you. You're yeah. playing along, playing your part. <laughs> so the, the greatest danger for most of us is, is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it is too low and we reach it so good yes and right, painful so if good. you think about it yeah yeah 
Now, you know, uh, my, my podcast is called Maximize Your Potential, and I believe that we all have unlimited potential, right? unlimited. And it is our responsibility to maximize that potential every day. Right? Now, notice I say maximize and not reach, because if your potential is unlimited, you're never going to reach it. But you can maximize it every day with your behaviors and actions to drive those results. And I've said that Al's got a great program on goal setting, and we don't have time to go into effective goal setting today. But here are some steps that will help you. All right. The first question to ask yourself is, what is my purpose? Right. What is my purpose? Right. You know, Simon Sinek will call it your, your why. And he does a great, a great thing on find your why. Um, you know, I enjoy teaching that as well tremendously. The second question is, where do I want to go? Because here's the thing. If you don't know where you want to go, I can almost guarantee that you'll never get there. Because even if you are there, you won't realize you're there because you don't know it's where you want to be. <laughs> it's true. It's true. <laughs> it I, and it is what, you see so many people just drifting through life here and there, whatever, yep. the, whatever the, the thing of the day is, that's, that's the direction they're heading, right? Yeah, yep. absolutely. Yep. And then the, the third question, and, and one that I, I, I really love, and it takes some, some digging into and, and, um, and, and soul searching in a lot, of way, a lot of ways, but what legacy do I want to leave? In other words, what do I want to re be remembered for? Or what do I want to have created that somebody else is going to pick up the baton and run with it? Mm -hmm. All right. So there are three questions that you can start to ask yourself to understand what you want to achieve in your life. And the most powerful visions that you can have will align your personal and your professional aspirations. So here's a question for you. How do your goals measure up to this ideal? Chances are, if we're honest, that they don't. All right, because I know for a fact that mine didn't until I got into my personal growth journey. And even, even then, to be honest, it was probably three or four years after that by the time that i started dreaming big enough all right and yeah. your dream and your vision should be should be grand it may seem impossible and it should seem impossible it should be scary but the next stage is to shift from this impossible thinking to possible thinking exactly all right yeah. and you do this not by asking how which is what most of us ask all right, but by asking what if. Right. Yeah. Great. All right. And in, in 2018, uh, I was got the picture there. I wrote my, my book, 10 Steps to Freedom. And to be honest, I, I wrote this really as a way of getting my own head in the game and, and getting thoughts out of my head, putting it down on paper um, by understanding what it takes to live the life that you desire. As I wrote it, it became more and more clear that if you want to live a life of freedom, you have to have a big dream, a grand vision. Again, one is so big that it scares you. Not only that, you have to really understand why that life is important to you. Right? What will it feel like to be living a life of freedom? What does that even mean to you? Right? And once you start putting these emotions into it, this is when you can bring it to life. Right. And for each of us, the motivation is different, All right? For me, it's about being able to choose where I live, what I want to do every day, 
and sharing this life with the people that I love the most. I find a lot of people think that success and freedom uh, or they think of success and freedom in financial terms. And I used to do the same. Absolutely. Uh, me too. Chasing the almighty dollar and thinking right. that, that the more, more money I make, the, the more successful I am, the more freedom I'll have, the more happier I'll be. No, it doesn't work that way. Well, even, even just talking, Chris, earlier about Think and Grow Rich, right? Napoleon, everybody, everybody that yep. hasn't read the book initially thinks it's about financial wealth. It's not. It's really about wealth in all areas of your life. So relationships, your, yep. your spiritual life, your, like all these different areas. And, and that is success. Yeah. You're right. It is an excellent book. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Thanks. Carry so on. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I find that when people think of success and freedom in fi financial terms, they automatically are putting more pressure on themselves. And therefore, mm -hmm. when times get a little tough, the first thing that goes is their dream. They lose sight of it right? because they, they, they've, they, they've got their focus on the wrong thing. Exactly. You know, alternatively, they don't dream big enough as the quote from Michelangelo there, because if they do, they may fail. And most people live in fear of failure, right? Not me. When you adopt a growth mindset, you understand that failure is good. As long as you learn from it, of course, right? Because if you fail and you keep doing the same thing over and over, that's the definition of insanity. And I often yep. tell people that if you don't fail, you're not trying hard enough. In fact, I use that at work where, we're working on some leadership development content. And I said to the other people that are working on it, that um, if this is, if this comes too easy, it means we're not stretching enough. Absolutely. All right. So yeah, we've got absolutely. to stretch. Yeah. 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 Now, once you've got a firm understanding of this concept, you move from possible thinking to probable thinking. All right. So we've gone from impossible to possible and possible to probable. And this is when you can determine what behaviors and actions will help you achieve your results. All right. So you've got to get your, know your results, really buy into it, then go back and decide what the behaviors and actions you need. So what vision are you going to set for yourself? I don't want you to write it out now because if you do so, you're not putting enough thought and effort into it. Take time to work on it. And again, if it comes to you easily, you're not dreaming big enough. Now, when we do part That's two true. in two weeks, feel free to share your dream. You've got two weeks to work on it. Two weeks to work on it. Yeah, we want, we want you to come back and, and share that with us. Yeah. You know, um, and Chris, please feel free to jump in as we, as we talk about success. And again, the same thing came up. Do we want to be success or significance, right? And I think success is one level. Significance is even the greater level. So we struggled over with what the S should stand for in Raise Your Bars. Uh, like we did with the A. Um, and it's, and it's interesting because Chris and I both wrote these lessons independently of each other and then brought them together. But there's a lot of tie over from your lesson that you just taught on results to some of the stuff I put in the success lesson. So to me, that reinforces that we're on the same wavelength, my friend, like we, we, we share a lot of the same, same values and beliefs. Absolutely. So if I were to, yeah. So if I were to ask everyone here, what success means to you, I'd have a different answer from everyone. Chris and I work together regularly and his definition would be different from mine. And as you could probably tell by now, I love quotes because I've showed you a number of them. So I've got another one for you here. And this one sort of takes a little bit from, I think, Jim Rowan about your daily agenda. And I added my own little twist to it. So I took credit. 
<laughs> integrated. When it comes down to it, what are we doing with our daily agenda? Are we doing things that move us closer or further away from our goals, dreams, and desires? And the reason I put the word significance in brackets on the other slide is, like I said, Chris and I wrestled with it a bit. What should the S stand for? Our mentor and our coach, John Maxwell, suggests that success is, is the following. Success is knowing your purpose in life, growing to reach your maximum potential and sowing seeds that benefit others. And I, Chris, I, I love those three things that he says success is. What are your thoughts on those? Yeah, I think, it, it, as you say, it fits in very well with, uh, with, with what we're talking about. And as, as we, you know, as I think about it, as you, you're teaching this, I think success comes before significance, right? So, yes. so once you get success, then maybe you keep stretching and growing and then it becomes significance. Yeah, I agree. I right? love that. And so I think that, that, that fits in very well. And again, you've got to know your purpose, right? Otherwise, right. you know, if, if you, if you, how do you measure success if you don't know what it is that you're, that you're aiming to do? Exactly. Right? And if you don't keep growing. It's funny because the, the next line of my notes is this, Chris, is that once you reach success, you should start striving for significance. And you do that by sowing those, you're sowing those seeds that benefit others. So years ago, I was part of a mastermind group. And one of the challenges of this mastermind group was to define in my own words, what success means to me. And I think that would be a great exercise for all of you watching or the watching the replay, start thinking into what success means to you. Now I'm going to share that definition with you this evening, just so to get you thinking about what it could mean to you. Ours are probably going to be completely different. Okay. Success to me will not be defined by the cars that I drive or the house that I live in or the toys that I have. It will not even be defined by the amount of money I have in my bank account. Success to me would be having the love and respect of those closest to me and being known as an encourager of others and finishing this race called life well. That's what success would mean to me. So Chris, I'm going to throw this on you, maybe unexpected, but what would success oh. look like to you? You know, I, I think a lot of the same things. Um, it, it used to be, it used to be very much um, measured in, in the uh, material things, right? Like by cars right. and houses and, and vacations and so on. But it, it's, it, it's really now it's, it's the quality of life, right? That, that work-life harmony, being able to, to do the things that I want to do when I want to do them with the people that I want to do them with, yes. um, you know, being, being able to, to relax at the end of the day, knowing that I've done a good job. Right. Right. Knowing that, that I've, that I, um, I'm going to get to the end of my life and I'm not going to have any regrets. Beautiful. Beautiful. And I think that, you know, if you, if you start spending some time thinking into your own definition of success, you can, you can write something out similar like mine is here. And I've kept that with me for, for now I've added to it. I have added to it. I haven't taken anything away, but I've added to my definition over the years as I've given more thought into it. So I have a question for you. What kind of legacy do you want to leave? And it's funny again, Chris, we wrote these independently, but we're both talking about it and it ties in, it ties in with your, with your, um, uh, uh, re the results you want to achieve, right. And the success you want to have, it all ties in together. So in order to achieve the level of success you want and to leave a lasting legacy with those you care most about, you need to look for and discover your purpose. Why are you here? 
there's a teaching uh, about the the conscious success model, and it shows that you uh, it shows you that there are are there's a success foundation that you need to have in place in your life. Like a house, we start with a strong foundation, usually concrete. And after they pour that concrete, they don't start building on it immediately. They let it sit and cure and harden. And that time waiting makes it strong enough to hold the weight of the home, to, to stop it from sinking into the earth. And just like building that house, you need a strong foundation for your success. You need to master your behaviors and actions so that you can have the results and success you want. So listen up. You need to have three essential internal foundational elements. You need to have purpose, right? Like Chris talked about earlier, finding your why. What is your purpose? Why are you on this planet in this moment of time? What were you created to be here for now? What is your purpose? You need to have self-awareness. You need to have self-awareness about who you are and you need social awareness. You need social awareness. So over the years, I've talked to so many adults that no, had no idea what their purpose in life was. Why are they here? They had no idea. And how they can make an impact in their families, careers, and communities. And that saddens me when people don't know what that is. So here's my purpose. I want to share it with you. My purpose is to unselfishly seek the best or higher good for others and to be an encourager of people. That is my purpose. And if I live by that purpose every day, the success I want will come. When I talked about earlier about not the toys I have or the house, I, I like to live in a nice house. I like to drive a nice car. I like to have money in the bank account. I like to have food on my table. I like all of those things, but that's not my primary driving factor for doing this. And if you sow the seeds of this, the harvest will come. So this is where we're going to wrap this up tonight. And I hope you got some value out of this. And I hope that your, you know, your beliefs and your actions will help you uh, achieve the results and success that you desire in life. And like I said at the beginning, this is part one. We're going to be back in two weeks, Wednesday, August 24th, 7 p.m. Eastern time with part two. And here's what I want you to do. A, you're all going to get a link to watch the replay. B, I want you to share that link with families, friends, anybody you come across in the next two weeks. Say, hey, you've got to watch this. It's a 34-minute teaching that will help you transform your life. And then you need to join us and you need to encourage them to join us and be here for part two in two weeks. So, uh, Chris, uh, any any final words before we wrap up and let everybody go? Yeah, just to to tag on to that, Al. The other thing I want you guys to do is to to do your homework there, right? Answer those yes. questions. <laughs> yeah. Right? Answer those questions and come back in two weeks. Um, you may you may have it. You may have started working on it. Um, that's okay if you haven't got it finalized in two weeks. Because again, we say you should be pushing and striving and looking to grow. Right? You should be stretching yourself. So do that um exactly and then come back and and let's let's talk about it in two weeks and if you need to reach out to al or myself in the meantime reach out to us on social media um or uh, al is going to send you the link so you can always reply via email but yes. we are here to help you all right Absolutely. my purpose in life is to is to to make a difference to other people so they can be the best version of themselves Perfect. all right and that's that's you that's al that's everybody 
I, I want to, I, I, that's how I get my pleasure. That's how I measure my success and my significance is want mm. to help other people to grow. All right. Wonderful. So that's why we do this for you. Wonderful. So your homework, do the homework, do and start, start thinking into the questions that we asked you throughout this training, go back and watch the replay, share the replay link with everybody, you know, and invite them all to watch it and then be back with us in two weeks for part two. Uh, have an amazing evening. Uh, take care. And we're glad you joined us. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Maximize Your Potential podcast with myself, Chris Baker. If you enjoyed this content, I encourage you to subscribe so you get notifications as each new episode is released. And then if you could rate and review it on your podcast platform, that would be much appreciated. In addition, share the podcast with as many people as you think would benefit from these messages. I want to continually bring you these messages of hope and, and application that you can put into your life so you can maximize your potential every day. In the show notes is all my contact details if you want to reach out to me. I'd be more than happy to, uh, to help you and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Have a magical day and bye for now.